Hi, Hero Heads. We'd like to start this episode by acknowledging the events of the past few weeks. People have been protesting police brutality across the United States and the world. Ben and I both support Black Lives Matter and the broader social and racial justice movement. We've linked in our episode description the 10 demands of Black Lives Matter Chicago, which we agree with wholeheartedly. And we would like if our listeners took a look as well. And then please donate to Chicago Black Lives Matter or your local Black Lives Matter chapter. As for this week on Please Save Me, the premise of our podcast is to recap a fictional television show called Chicago Heroes that is an extreme, absurd parody of a procedural crime show featuring uh, police, firefighters, and other characters in that realm. Uh, And we personally weren't in the mood to recap a show about police this week, so we decided that we would switch it up. And we hope you enjoy. All right, let's get to the episode. You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Hey there, Hero Heads. Uh, how's it hanging? Well, for me, um, small, shriveled, and to the left. Okay? That's good. How would you like to suck my butt? Well, anyway, my name is Ben, and I'm one of the hosts of Flea Save Me, and I'm here this week with my co-host, who I'm so happy to see every week when we recap uh, so a little bit of television for you. Um, and, and, that's, and that was her that you just heard there, not the one saying... How would you like to suck my butt? But the one that said, what did you say, Sarah? I said, that's good, probably, if I know myself. I'm Sarah Black, and I'm the other host of Please Save Me, the recap podcast for television's number one show, Chicago Heroes. And I love recapping the show with Ben every single week, but I love it even more this week because for the first time in a long time, we are... Well, we're not home, but we are on a break. (laughs) We're in a life raft. Yeah. So Sarah and I, we've actually been, if you've been listening to the show before and you don't skip over the first 20 or 30 minutes of the, of the show, then you'll actually know this. Um, Because a lot of our listeners, I don't know if you know this, Sarah, I look at the data. A lot of our listeners, they kind of use the plus 30 seconds button, you know, to just Uh kind of get through the first part of the show. So the first 30, 40 minutes, an hour, hour 15 or whatever. Just kind of like when we're warming up. Just when we're warming up. Yeah. They'll kind of fast forward through that stuff just to kind of get to the good stuff at the end where we kind of say goodbye. Um, Because, you know. They just like the last song so much. They just like the the, the ending theme so, so much. And so we'll actually play that for you right now so that, you know, feel free to just kind of listen to this ending theme song and then kind of get out of Dodge. Um, if you want to stick around, that's cool. Smells like courage. Okay, so that was the ending theme song for the podcast. So if the only reason that you were listening to the podcast was to hear that, then You can go. You're dismissed. We've kind of done our fan service there. Um, so yeah, me and Sarah, though, anyway... It's last- more likely that somebody's never made it to the end of an episode. So if you've never made it to the end of the episode and you were kind of wondering, well, what is the 
ending theme music sound like? Well, it's just the last part of the opening theme uh, music. Uh, but anyway, for like the last couple of months or, or so, Sarah and I, we've actually been on Exile Islands. Yep. It sucked for me. It was really bad. Um, I got bit by 99 mosquitoes. I was terrorized by a family of monkeys. I didn't have food to eat. I have been naked and unfortunately still am naked because I have no clothes and they all kind of got torn off. You made Um, best friends with a basketball? Well, I fell in love and then um, my love left me and I'm not sure what happened there, but once I get back on land, I'm sure I'll figure that out. And then... um, And I was on my island and it wasn't great either. And so... (laughs) What happened actually, so we've just both been kind of in isolation. And so what happened now was I was doing a little bit of um, star stargazing. Um, and the guy that a I... A little soul searching. Well, I was literally, I was looking at the stars through a telescope. And the guy that I, there's kind of a servant, over, like there's a servant over on my island and so he was the little guy that was holding the um, telescope up to kind of point it towards the sky. Um, well, he got, like, really tired because I, like, hadn't been feeding him or whatever. And he collapsed. And so then my telescope aimed down. Like, aimed down. And I was, at first I got really mad, you know? It's like, why is mm-hmm. he not holding up my telescope, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then... I, I heard actually, it. I heard you yelling that. <laughs> I was yelling so loud. Yeah, that carried to my island. And those are, like hundred feet apart at least yes and so then i looked and i was like oh you know what's that it looks that looks like a different kind of star than any of the stars that i've actually seen before because it was because this telescope was pointing out at the ocean um and it turns out it was actually do you want to tell them what it was sarah a sinking ship it was a yeah it was a sinking um it was a sinking ship um it wasn't actually sinking yet when i saw it Okay, so this is not how you told it to me last time. Oh, okay. Well, so it was a ship. It was this ship, right? And I kind of <laughs> wanted to, like, let them know, like, hey, come, you know, come. I'm, I'm here. Like, don't run into my island, you know. You'll, don't crash. So yeah. I like, have this flare. You come, know, this don't th- run into my island. <laughs> come, come, don't run into my island. I was kind of screaming, screaming that for a while, and then I got an idea. Um, so I got a flare, and I fired the flare. You know, and I basically... Oh, and that looks like a star. It did. It looked like a shooting star that was shooting straight at the ship. And actually, unfortunately, it went into their gas tank. And so just kind of push came to shove, and then the ship sank, and that kind of put us where we are now. Yeah, a couple other things happened. (laughs) And so why don't you... um, Sure. So the ship sank, and then um, a life raft just kind of ended up on... Um, Ben's Island mm-hmm. and he sort of got on the raft and started paddling away and didn't really <laughs> come to like tell me or get me or anything but I saw and I sort of just um, using every last ounce of strength that I had in my naked sunburnt bitten uh you know, unfed body dove into the ocean, um, which is where Ben had laid an electric force field of some sort and um, just kind of numbed myself to the pain of that. (laughs) 
electrocuted myself four, five, six million times and then mm-hmm. clawed my way onto the life raft with my best friend in the world. Yeah, and eventually I, I did let you on. And so... And thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of got basically tired of kind of the little whole cat and mouse game that you and I kind of had going where you kept kind of putting your hand up on the raft and I kept kind of stomping it. And, you know, eventually it was like my, your hand started to bruise the bottom of my feet. And so, you know, I just kind of gave up. Yeah. So that's and now we're we here. And, and we saw a good, good episode of television. Yes. Yes. Um, kind the, of different. Yeah, there was this one guy that was on the raft, obviously, when it washed up, and we kind of made him, like, build us a TV. You know, we kind of said, like, you can stay on the raft if you... But only if you build us a TV. <laughs> you build us a TV. This kind of... He was this tall guy in a lab coat, glasses. Real nerdy. Really nerdy-looking bow tie. Yeah, I was like, talk nerdy to me. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't doing much talking at all, because at that point, he'd mostly been drinking seawater. So, par- pretty parched. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. But he built he, us like a 4D. <laughs> yeah, 4D <laughs> inch 4K um, TV. And he actually built 4G into it so that we could receive yeah. television on it. And we bonked him on the head and said, make that 5G. And he just was like, I don't know how. He was like, I've literally, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, because... Probably. I was like, how long have you not been on land? Right. And he said, well, I don't really remember much pe- from before when you just bonked me on the head <laughs> so hard with that brick. And so... And um, then I was kind of like, yeah, where did this brick come from? <laughs> that is what Sarah said. And, um, and we kind of had a laugh over that because we kind of riffed on the character of Brick from Anchorman for a little bit. Oh, my God. Um, now I'm thinking about like, him again. I, you know, we were kind of looking around the raft, you know, and I was kind of like, I love bow tie. I oh. love uh, mm-hmm. pump, pump hole. Uh-huh. I love. Brick. I love water. <laughs> yeah. I love it's, shark. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of funny because that's, I imagine that, you know, as, um, I know we had said that the scientist guy wasn't talking and then we quoted what he was saying right after that. Just kind of about <laughs> himself. And we can explain that. Um, which is that he definitely wasn't talking, but when Sarah would ask him a question, I will kind of move his lips up and down and do puppet with him. Yeah. And then when I ask him a question, Sarah will move his lips up and down or his butt cheeks back and forth and do puppet with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, we got a TV. It works great. Um, yeah. Other uh, scientist guy sort of just here he's kind of like no pulse man right now but maybe it'll come back um i keep sometimes sort of po- i keep sort of doing the thing on his chest <laughs> yes. where i like put one hand over my other hand and i just sort of press down a lot npr yes it's terry terry gross <laughs> and so anyway um i thought that this was actually really interesting so sarah um correct me if i'm wrong Every time that we've recapped a television show before on Please Save Me, we've recapped a television show, Chicago Heroes, because we're the world's biggest fans of it, and that's pretty much the only show that we ever watch. You said correct me if I'm wrong, but I see nothing worth correcting here. This is 100% um, good to go. I'm giving it 
my big old rubber stamp of approval, what you just said. Wow, wow, is very nice. And also that. This That's what's week, written on my stamp of approval. Uh, yes. I mean, why don't you go ahead and spell that first part of that for us? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, can you play the clip again? Wow, wow, is very nice. Um, I think it's W O W O W E E W A A H. And so listeners, Very nice. listeners weigh in, um, go ahead and write to us at please save me pod on Twitter. Please save me podcast at gmail.com. Just kind of let us know how would you spell Wawa Wee is a very nice. Uh, so anyway, this week though was a little, um, uh, and now for something completely different, <laughs> the network aired a different show in the Chicago heroes slot. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, the fuck? Yeah, me too. And especially just like the way it opened, I was like, this sucks. Like, I was getting sucks. so mad at scienti- the scientist man. Yeah, I, I was, was like, like, this isn't the show. This isn't the show. This, this isn't, isn't the show. show. Yeah. Fix it. And like, kind of, I was, you were saying all that, and I was kind of mouthing off with him back to you, like a puppet, and then vice versa. Um, yeah. Eventually we got tired of moving his butt cheeks and his lips to make noises. And we were like, okay, I guess we just actually have to watch the show that's on the TV. Yeah. And that was about what? 30, 40 seconds in <laughs> to the, sh- to the show on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. So we came in partway through a theme song. Yep. Right. So, so we both turn our attention. We both kind of drop scientist man, his body go limp and we watch the show and it's like them going like, where I can have a drink, where I can drink as much as I want. Solagans, Solagans, come again whenever you want. Solagans, Solagans. Where the beer is cold and the chowder is hot. Solagans, Solagans. That thing we just said, well, now we say not. Uh, so I guess that that was kind of to explain that at this bar where this television show is set, um, the beer is actually warm and the chowder is cold, um, <laughs> because we actually open up into this bar, Sulligan's, which is the, it's the local haunt where all the Chicago heroes usually go and hang out and kind of celebrate when they, you know, win a case or save a patient or, you know steal a lot of money from you know the back of a truck or whatever exactly so probably true heads know all about Sullivan's. it's where you can get your cup of classic chicago chowder it's mm-hmm. where you can get you know just a good old domestic beer it's where mm-hmm. the bartenders you know they have a no-nonsense attitude real blue collar guys mm-hmm. and gals yeah, and um, and by non and by no nonsense, we mean that they don't have any senses. Um, they'll kind of see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. You know. Yep, they're so perfect. You get a whole kind of range of characters in the bar. With pretty much always in Chicago heroes, we pretty much see Sullivans when the heroes go there. Right. Because they're like the protagonists of the show, which right. I think is so interesting. 
Yeah, I think it's just strange because to me, I guess in my mind, every time they're at Sullivan's, it's just like, oh, it opened up when they walked in and it closes when they leave. Did you realize that Sullivan's still exists when the main stars of Chicago Heroes are not there? No, and it, frankly, for a second, I was like, okay, I hate this. I don't like this. I I don't like the idea of things happening outside of like, whatever the protagonist is doing, whether that's me in my own life or characters on a television show. Well, this show is so much different from real life because it actually turns out that Sullivan's does still exist when you're not there. Yeah. You know, and but I like was in like, real boo, life, it's like, boo, you know, but the, after this episode, I was like, yay. 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 Love. I don't get enough of it. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I came around um, but at first I was like just kind of looking through everywhere on the screen, you know, like I paused the show and I was like, okay, what is this? Where's Waldo? Where's the heroes? You know? And like you and I were like looking over the shot, like, okay, I don't see them in the bar. Yeah. So, Where, yeah. I don't see a single one. So we kind of threw a big fit for a while, 30 or yeah. 40 seconds. And then, then, then as you know, Ben, I was crying and crying like you could barely understand what I was saying yeah you got temper tantrum tired yeah and I was sort of like smashing my fists into the ground and my feet yeah of the the raft the ground of the raft yep the bottom of the raft is made of soil yep Um, and I was screaming and crying and I said I don't even know what this is that they're doing on the screen like I don't even is this a game is this like is this a, a ritual? Are they fucking like a witch or something? Like, I don't even get what it is. What the hell? You asked me actually if it was hell. You said if we were on the, um, I believe what you said to me is you said, Ben, are we on the ferryman Chiron's, uh, the boatman Chiron's boat going across the river into Hades right now? And I was like, maybe. <laughs> I forgot that I said that. <laughs> yeah, well, you said it when you were cry- crying so hard. Yeah. Um, so anyway, once you got kind of tender, tender and tired and wore out, and I kind of was doing my thing, we were like, all right. Which was what? <laughs> well, so my thing at that point when you were getting tender, tender and tired was the... Um, so I had a... I had lost my um, I had lost my marbles down the um, they had, my marbles had gone into the uh, the scientist guy had I had lost my marbles <laughs> to the scientist guy he was choking on my marbles and so I had to get the fish them out of him and so, yeah and then he was able to talk again <laughs> yeah yeah all the time he just had marbles lodged in his throat and his voice was so annoying that we put those marbles back. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, Ben, what was it that they were doing that I was having such a fucking fit about? Well, it was, um, we kind of opened on this booth in Sulligan's, kind of one of the main corner booths. There's at least three corners of the bar. And we see basically these stupid people kind of hanging out. And like a bunch of freaking sad sacks sitting and being Eeyores. Yes, they were being yes. big time Eeyores. Heads in their hands, kind of going, mm, uh, 
I don't want any honey, you know? Um, and so, yeah, they were eating cornbread without honey. Um, and just like no honey, kind of dry cornbread, which is usually what is served with the chowder, but they didn't have any chowder. No, because um, they'd have to pay $1 for it. And they were all drinking water because that was the only thing that was free. So it's kind of as like when you go to like a, like a noodle, like a noodle, um, noodle bar or, an, or a, like a Chinese noodle restaurant and you can get the like noodles with soup or without soup, you know? Right. That's like silicones. You can get the cornbread with chowder or without chowder. Um, and so they all kind of were having their cornbread dry with a side of water and, um, and, and just being sad. And these guys were wearing um, like baseball team shirts. Exactly. And they said soligans on them in the typical soligans font papyrus. And <laughs> <Yeah>. they... <laughs> Where we're like royal blue, and then the text was in white, and it was on the back, and then they all had numbers on the front. Strike through papyrus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, strike through papyrus. Strike Sorry, through. I must have misspoke. Which leads um, to a lot of confusion sometimes with kind of like, you know, like, well, is it not Soligans? You know? <laughs> and anytime somebody says that, you know, the owner is like, I'm going to knock your teeth out. Yeah. So, no, it's not not Soligans, it's Soligans. Um, and they're all wearing that on their shirts, and you start to get the idea, okay, this is maybe mm, a team of some sort. I was thinking baseball, personally. Okay, that's interesting. I tried to make a bet with you on it. Yeah, well, yeah, and I said, well, they're sleeveless, and they're, like, mesh, <laughs> so I think it's basketball. <laughs> yeah, they were sleeveless and mesh. Um, and uh, and you said you thought it was basketball. I, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, and well, guess I, what? Well, uh, yeah, I kind of said, like, well, I actually think, you know, maybe it's wrestling because they actually did have, because they actually went all the way down kind of around the legs, too. Right, so. <laughs> kind of like a, one, a sleeveless baby onesie. Kind of like a baby onesie. Oh, did I say around the legs? Sorry. No, it just kind of snapped under the, the, the taint. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were both wrong. And they were all wearing cleats. <laughs> yeah, and knee pads. And so I thought, okay, it's a professional dick sucking team. <laughs> um, and you laughed really. You laughed really hard when I said that one. So I like yeah. did. The, so then I like took um, the scientist guy's lips and I kind of moved those. And I was like, oh, did he say a professional dick sucking team? And he like laughed even harder. And then you kind of did it back to me. With the yep. butt cheeks. Yep. Whew. And that was fun. Anyway, no, they weren't any of these things. Yeah, Joke was on us. they are not a professional dick-sucking team. No, they're, they're not basketball players. Yeah, they're not baseball players. They are an unprofessional bocce ball team. Bocce ball, bocce team. Bocce. And so they had a... So Sarah's kind of doing something from the show. Yeah, I'm kind so, of re recalling a bit. The t a couple of the team members, the team players on this team, had an argument about um, whether it's called bocce or whether it's called bocce ball. So, uh -huh. you know, because one of them was like, uh, you know, oh, man, you know, I, boy, boy, guys, like, we really suck at bocce ball. And then the other guy goes, um, well... 
it's just bocce. Bocce ball is like the ball you play with. And then the other guy was like, you don't just call it basket or base or soccer. Yeah. And then the soccer thing, kind of one of the third members of the team, she joined in and she was like, actually, you call it, Yeah, you don't call it soccer. You call it football. Right. And then mm-hmm. the other um, lady on the team, she goes, no, you call it American football. And then they kind of had a little argument about that, football versus then, American football. Yeah, and then somebody goes, oh, yeah, it's football norte americano. Yeah. And everybody's like, shut up. Yeah, they were like, you don't speak, you don't actually speak Spanish, is what they yeah. said to him. Yeah, and he was like, you're right. right. <laughs> he was like, you're, you're right. Yeah. You're right, I'll shut up. <laughs> so they all mm. kind of fucking hate each other and aren't nice or smart or anything, really. The people on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the people on the, so they all seem to kind of be sad sacks and I was like, okay, so maybe I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, maybe they're really good. I was like, why are they sad? First of all. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe they're really good at bocce and they just played a game of bocce and now it's over. And so they're sad that it's over. That was my first thought too. And then my second thought was maybe they didn't win by like as much as they thought they should. Like maybe every year this thing is a blowout right? and they like win by so much. And this year they like had not won by as much. The bartender, she comes over to the booth and she's obviously kind of trying to get them to leave. She's like, can I get you guys anything else? They all kind of say, yeah, I could use some more water. <laughs> yeah, they all kind of ha- hold up their water glasses and like shake them. <laughs> yeah, they go, this is unacceptable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, the service here sucks. <laughs> yeah, they're roasting her. Yeah, and oh, sh- her, she is um, being played by Helen Hunt. Yeah, um, they, uh, they kind of made jokes about her being like a turtle or a sloth, just yeah. sort of the service being so slow um yeah but you can see around there's like you know every table is full they're all like actually mm -hmm. eating actually drinking like Mm -hmm. i don't know like there's also gatorade pitchers of water at nearly like every corner of this bar like and technically it's yeah it's like self-serve so asking for it is kind of rude in the in the first place and then the tables are like made of cornbread so you shouldn't be asking for it. Yeah. So how, yeah, the, that's a good point. The tables are made of cornbread. Um, and so, and so why don't you tell us a little bit more about how that kind of, kind of works, works. <laughs> sure. Cause like some of our listeners, they might not have actually seen the show this week. That's, that's totally fair. But if you did, you saw a whole big, like, they actually sort of broke um, what I thought was going to be a commercial, but then they were like, how do Soligans get their cornbread tables to work? Yeah. And so they kind of walked us through that process. Yeah, totally. So um, basically what it is is all the tables have like a stand, like a, mm-hmm. like a pedestal that, you know, a table would sit on mm-hmm. typically. Um, mm-hmm. it, like, they're like a round one. Mm-hmm. 
And so then, um, you know, they showed, they go into the back and then they sort of have all these pre-wrapped big circles of cornbread. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of undo the wrap around those. And then they have two people sort of carry them out on either side. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little, just like a little um, kind of a, 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 a holding it up on the bottom. There's, there's a like, kid inside the pedestal. <laughs> There's That's a kid in Yeah, there's a kid in there. <laughs> yeah, and so the kid sort of holds up the, corn the cornbread. And it's usually just like the bartender's kid or the owner's kid or just like a neighbor kid. And they're like, do you want to make a couple dollars? And like you had said, the whole bar's really full. And so the thing about the bartender and the, na- and the owner <laughs> and the neighbor is that they actually all kind of have a lot of kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's Chicago, so it's like Irish... Well, it's Catholic. like having a farm, right? You know, if you're a farmer, you got to have a lot of kids so that they can work the fields, right? Exactly. If you are living in Chicago and you're a bar owner, you got to have a lot of kids so that they can work at the bar. Yeah, boil the peanuts, hold up the table. Right. Stir the, you know, age the clams for the chowder. Yes, exactly. Uh, flatten the beer. <sighs> okay, so... God. Just kind of uh, a little... I would love to be the beer flattener. Like, if I were a kid, that whole thing would be just out of this world. <laughs> yeah, and we saw him. He was really working hard. So basically, yeah. we kind of, like, slice of... It, it was kind of a very lived-in environment, right? So the yes. camera kind of lazily lopes about the bar, and we just see these little pockets of things that are happening, you know? So we get a glimpse into the back um, into the back kitchen, you know, yeah. where, the ki- where the kid... Um, uh, Dustin or whatever his name was, he, um, nobody said his name and he didn't actually ever <laughs> respond to it or have a name tag. So I was just kind of guessing. So his name might've been Dustin. There was this kid back there, um, standing in the bar, just kind of with one of the beer lines from a keg. Yep. And he was just kind of swish. He was just kind of, he had the keg and then he had a big bucket that was the size of a keg and he yeah. basically fill his mouth up, kind of swish it around you know, and then kind of empty it back into the other bucket. Yeah. So he had the kind of fizzy beer and then he had the flattened beer that they, yep. that they use for service. Yep. Um, and for the base of the chowd. Yep, exactly. So. And I thought it was, I, what I really liked about this is, I mean, obviously Chicago Heroes proper is like a better show, so good. But something that I found myself maybe not necessarily liking, but noticing was that the, the thing you were talking about is sort of like slow moving, like sort of slice of life, mm-hmm. kind of like we probably aren't going to see Dustin or wherever the fuck his name is ever again, but like it is sort of interesting to see his world for a moment. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, that couple that was sitting at the little table you know, like they don't have a storyline, right? No. But as the camera kind of swings past them and pushes in to the bocce team, we see this couple that has like a big long lasagna noodle from the chowder that's like between, <laughs> that's like a, over the table and they're kind of, you know, kind of both chewing towards each other along the lasagna noodle towards making a, a kiss. Yes. Uh-huh. And then, you know, there's another couple at the table nearby and we sort of zoom into them for a moment as we go to the next table and the woman's kind of like, why do you never let me see, like, the screen of your phone? Like, why do you always, like, sort of hide it like this? Mm -hmm. And then she puts her hand up, like, behind her other hand and she's like, why do you always sort of hide it when you pick it up? 
Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, it's, I just, it's, it's not, I, I, I share everything with you. And then we just keep going. Yes, yes. Um, it's a very lived-in environment. Um, yes. And so Helen Hunt is really having a kind of a, um, you could say that her night is going to Helen a handbasket with trying to get this bocce team to kind of clear out, right? She's trying yeah. to turn over tables. Yeah, right? and there's people waiting, right? And like they have, they've eaten all the way through their cornbread, right? Yeah. So they literally and they're like, don't can we get another table? table? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And she says, no, you know the rules. And she points to the sign on the wall that says only one cornbread table per party. Yep. Once you're, all, it says once you're done, you're done. Yeah, get out. And then it's like a cartoon of somebody kicking somebody in the butt. And they're like sort of flying, flying through the air. Flying through the air. <laughs> out yeah. of the door. And then uh, there's also Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes like pissing on that whole illustration. Yeah, so you get the person that is kicking the other person in the butt, and they're flying out of the bar, and then Calvin is peeing on on all of that. Yeah, right? kind of on that whole tableau. Yeah, and then and then you actually had um, that whole kind of scene was on a sign that Nancy Pelosi was showing to Congress. Yeah, so it's kind of like this blank kind of poster board thing right and that whole thing yeah. is on there yeah and she's kind of doing like a like a kind of a, a pelosi clap with her hands you know yeah and you all know what that looks like more right. than anything else so we've talked picture, about picture of nancy pelosi now imagine her hands are together <laughs> anyway helen hunt's like you gotta get going <laughs> yeah. she's like here's your bill just kidding there's nothing for you to pay <laughs> literally didn't pay for anything <laughs> and um, then they go okay so that, i guess that means we're not leaving a tip <laughs> yeah you know um and she she turns to the uh bar owner and uh kelsey grammar much uh, that, that's who he was yes um, and she says, she says, Kelsey, we got to change the slogan. And of course, then we see the slogan of the, of the, of the bar, which says, Sulligans, where the cornbread's free and you can have as much water as you want. <laughs> yeah. And I think worth noting here, um, we sort of got this <laughs> pop-up video style. Pop-up video style, yeah. Um, ownership of Soligans was sort of handed over earlier this year to Kelsey Grammer. And I think the original slogan was something like all the chowder you can handle or something. Something like that, yeah. Something that made... He He put his own spin on it. Something that makes way more sense. And then, yeah, he sort of tried to like get a new... um, customer base by changing it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah, obviously Sulligans has been on the show Chicago Heroes a lot, and you guys have never heard when you've been listening to the recap or watching Chicago Heroes, obviously there's never been the cornbread in it before, or the water, you know, but like that was kind of what Kelsey Grammer did to put his own spin on the place. Um, and what I also thought was interesting was, in the did you notice in the credits that um, Kelsey Grammer was not portraying himself? He was, portray- he was portraying... Wait. Kelsey Grammer, right? So this was Kelsey Grammer doing a performance of Kelsey Grammer. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, because it said Kelsey Grammer as Kelsey Grammer. Yes. And then it said in parentheses, not as himself, as a character named Kelsey Grammer. Yes, exactly. Um, which I thought was so fucking cool. To say the least. So fucking cool. Um, he tells Helen Nahant that he will change the slogan of Sullivan's over his dead body. That's what he says. And then she goes, okay, well, can you yeah. at least, can you at least knock some sense into these botchy boys over here? And he one goes, of the boys, he says, okay. well, this is a no nonsense. This is, this is a not, I'm, he goes, this is a no nonsense kind of place. So actually, yes, I can knock some sense into them because of the double negative. And he's like a very pedantic kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. He sucks. So he, he, he goes over there and he's kind of like, you guys have to go. And they say, okay. And then he goes, by the way, how'd the game go today? And they say, oh, we lost. We were shut out. You know, and he goes, what's, what's your record this season? They said, oh, we're 0 and 17. And he was like, that's unacceptable. He's like, this is such bullshit, guys. You come here every single week. You eat all the water and drink all the cornbread. And then you go out and lose games with my bar's name on your shirt. My bar's logo, even, in Papyrus Strike Through. <laughs> and they were all kind of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they say, uh, Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Yeah, so one of the... We just had some audio technical difficulties recording, so if there's a little weird hiccup there to the, our listeners, don't, um, like, fuck off. Get over it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so one of the people on the team, and we haven't actually said who the actors portraying them was yet, um, and we'll decide when we to do that or not do that. Because you guys you know, watched, you know. right? I mean, you saw... You know I-Y-K-Y-K. Who, you know who played played these folks. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, it was Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's for one. It yeah, was, it was Lena Dunham. Josh Gad. It was Adam Driver. It was Lena Dunham. It was Josh Gad. And it was um, Adina Menzel. Adele Dezim. I think it was Adina Menzel. Mm-hmm. Adele Dazim? Yeah. What is that? Um, that's what <laughs> that's what John Travolta called her when um he was presenting her with an award. Oh, He's, that makes so much sense now because John Travolta came into the bar in this episode and yeah. he like apologized. Yes. to her character. She's one of the people on the bocce team. And he's like, I'm so sorry that I called mm-hmm. you Adele Dazim. And she's like, do, can we not do this now? She's like, you follow me everywhere I go. You apologize every single day. Like, it's actually becoming like more of an offense how much you apologize versus like what you're doing here. She goes, I'm playing Adina Menzel right now. And he's like confused by that for a moment. Yeah, she's he's like, like, isn't um, that you? Yeah, like, and no. she goes, no. <laughs> I'm acting. And he, like, kind of turns towards, not directly the camera, but you can tell he's, like, talking to, like, the cameraman, maybe. And he's yeah. like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But he sorry for everything. totally genuine. <laughs> he kind of fucks off and leaves. Right. He does the little dance from Pulp Fiction for about four minutes. Um <laughs> 
and then fucks off and leaves. So that happened in the middle of this scene. And then we kind of <laughs> cut back to the scene and like Josh Gad like goes to Kelsey Grammer. He goes, uh, squeeze me, but what were you saying? And Kelsey Grammer, I mean, this, I'll never forget what he said. You motherfuckers bleed me dry and wear my bar's name on your backs and you can't win not even a game but a single point in bocce. He goes, bocce, (laughs) And then he goes, is it bocce ball or bocce? And the name of this episode was bocce, (laughs) That's right. Um... And they say, yeah, we do that. That's what we do. Yes. Mm, yeah, what are you going to do about it? And Kelsey Grammer, well, he's like, you need to get good or else we're going to find another team to sponsor. Somebody who's worth having my bar's name on their backs. And he, and they go like, um, well, not they. I mean, Adam Driver. He kind of stands up and he's tall. And he goes, where do you think that you're going to get another bocce team to replace us? We're irreplaceable. And Josh Gad goes, don't you know me and Adina Menzel from Frozen? <laughs> right. Um, and Lena Dunham, of course, is the she voice goes, you of know a generation. Me from like being Lena Dunham. Right. She's a voice of it. She goes, and don't you know me from being a voice of a generation? Of a generation? And Kelsey Grammer goes, I've got teams lined up outside the doors of Sulligan's waiting, just waiting to be sponsored. Now, of course, Sulligan's does not have windows. So Adam Driver goes, prove it. And Kelsey Grammer goes, you can go outside and see for yourself. Which, and don't come back in. Yes. Which is like a very graceful way, I think, that the network probably kept production costs down. Right? That's they right. Didn't, they didn't need to do any exterior shots. They didn't need to hire any extras to play members of other bocce teams. They just kind of like make us believe as the viewer, oh, they, they he, Kelsey Grammer, who, mm, trustworthy, he says they're outside the door. They probably are. Exactly. So they head out, the and they team. don't come back. Yeah, yeah, they don't come back for a little bit. Yeah. In the meantime, what do we see? We see, well, somebody who seems very familiar with the bartender, somebody who seems like they may be a regular. They look awfully comfy there. Yeah. Yeah. And they, the bartender goes, hey... I notice you're a little empty there. Do you want another gin and vodka? And <laughs> the regular goes, no, no, no. I need to drive home. I'll have a Pepsi. Right. Neat. And then he kind of winks. And Helen Hunt, the bartender, she goes, she kind of mutters to herself. She goes, I hate winking. Um, which is just kind of, I felt like a cute little character detail. That yeah, they I give, agree. That they give her. Um, and I was like, that's coming back. Oh, totally. But it doesn't. Totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and of course, Kelsey Grammer has put up a sign on the um, behind the bar that has another slogan on it that says, a wink is as good as a tip. 
<laughs> yeah. So that I'd kind of pissed. explains maybe why she hates them so much. Yeah, agree. <laughs> we didn't see her get tipped once this whole no. um, this whole episode, which kind of I guess, and of course this is something that the writers came up with, not me. So and you know, you know, I don't know why, but like she seemed to be annoyed that the <laughs> okay. Helen Hunt seemed to be annoyed that the bocce team did not tip her, right? Yeah. And that they don't order anything. Yeah, I think... But we didn't see anybody tip her, but they ordered lots of stuff. So it kind of seems like the other people made her work more and didn't tip her. (laughs) So the people who didn't order anything and didn't tip her were actually doing her a favor. You would think that she would like them more, you know, just kind of on the money seems like they're easier to serve yeah but she's like i mean she's kind of a go-getter kind of a goody two-shoes and i think she just like thinks she'll get a promotion if she continues to work hard and not complain yeah she tells and she kind of just says that yeah she says i'm a type a person or at least i'm a type of a person and And lena dunham actually leaned her head back (laughs) and she goes that's my line and Kelsey Graham was like, I told you to leave. <laughs> and never come back. And he does Gollum voice. He goes, leave and never come back. Oh, man, I love Eric Cartman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the person orders a Pepsi Neat. Helen Hunt pours it for him. Yeah, Larry David. Yep, and then he takes a big swig of it. He goes, oh, I l- this is my favorite part of the night. This was a huge special effect. He did a <laughs> giant spit out. Giant spit out. He looks like Big Bad Wolf blowing a house down with soda. More like freaking Pompeii exploding. He looks like the whale from Finding Nemo spraying ocean water out of its blowhole. He looks like the Big Bang. Uh, Theory guy if when you were spitting he out pepsi spit out pepsi yes so and then right <laughs> after this happens mm-hmm. after this yeah. huge moment we start to see other people in the bar sort of taking a look at their drink patooey. going spit 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 yeah pit, pit, pit. i hate this they keep going i hate this what is this there's a lot of foley work yeah oh by, so which of, by which, of course, we mean Dave Foley. Yeah. Um, so Dave Who came Foley, in and did all the sounds. He, came, <laughs> he did. He came in, what he did was, so for each of these spit outs, they had Dave Foley. He came and he stood behind the actor. So you basically, you got, I don't know who, um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, right? She's one of the patrons of the bar. Dave Foley comes in. He stands behind her. He puts his arms through, or like he stands behind her, puts his arms through around her, through her armpit, and while her arms down at her sides, so it looks like his arms are actually her arms, which was I commit I commit made me laugh. I commit mm-hmm. it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. I, it um, did make me laugh too. Yeah. So, um, and he did the sound effects for her. Um, yeah, and waving his waving his hands around and fanning himself like he's a um, you know a Victorian lady with consumption uh, uh-huh. kind of. Doing Ooh. one hand out, stop, in the name of love. Yep. Um, Before you be- eat that Pepsi. So all of the bar, um, I'm like figuring out what's going on here. 
Yeah, it's like everybody's <laughs> disgusted. Everyone seems so sick, and, and then finally someone explains. Right? Somebody, they, somebody explains it. They're like, they're like, I only the, want one thing from Sullivan's: a nice, neat Pepsi. But this isn't Pepsi. I don't know what it is, but it isn't Pepsi. And people start kind of trying to guessing. Yeah. Okay. Is it, it is. shit? Yes. Is it cum? Is mm-hmm. it blood? And then they just kind of do variations dirt? on that. You know, one of yeah. them goes, is it bear shit? Is it bear cum? Is it bear dirt? <laughs> is it jizz? Is, is it, it salmon semen? jizz? Is it trout semen? They're kind of just different. Kind of basically they dealt with bears and then the things that bears eat. Yep. Is it boy shit? Is it grown man shit? Yes, and they have a little kind of debate about like how big of grown man can a bear eat? Yep, yep. And then they kind of went off on that for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Anyway. They kind of went off, would you rather fight one, you know, um, bear-sized man or, you know, ten man-sized bears? Which was kind of an interesting kind of question because pretty much everyone agreed that they would rather fight one. the one bear-sized man. That's not an actual question, is it? It was a question that they... Ha- I mean, you saw the show. Yeah, and I kept saying, Ben, that's not an actual question, is it? And I kept going, shh, watch. <laughs> Something big's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the big thing is, Kelsey Grammer calls up a bunch of scientists. He goes, let's settle this scientifically. Uh, Ever since the age of Galileo and Charles Darwin, we've used the scientific method to propose a hypothesis, perform an experiment, attempt to replicate the results. And everyone's like, kind of, shut up, nerd. We learned that in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, So he brings in another type of nerd. A scientist. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Kelsey Grammer in this show is like sort of a, like a beer nerd. Yeah. Right. Um, He's so into like double hopped IPAs and like, it's like super flat. Yeah. Like, you know, like the flatter, the, the better for this guy. He's a very refined. And that's what it says on the, another sign on the wall, the flatter, the better. Yes. And of course that's the shirt he makes. That goes for beer, boobs and asses. Yeah. He makes all the waitresses wear that shirt. And it says it on their pants. On the oh, ass. beer! It shouldn't say beer, boobs, and asses. It should say beer, boobs, and butts. I just realized, but it doesn't. Well, it should, but it yeah, doesn't. it doesn't. And that's another one where Helena Hunt is saying, "We should, we should, we got to change this." You know, like because because this would be a pretty easy one to change because <laughs> a lot of the customers are giving her feedback on the shirt. <laughs> you know, they give it to her once when she's talking to them, and another time when she's walking away. Yeah. So they'll say, "It should be beer, boobs, and butts." And she's like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. And of course, come the, the catchphrase for, oh. um, mm-hmm. of course, the catchphrase for, um, for Sulligans is, bam, 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 bam. It's ba-bam. It <laughs> sounds a little like that, which is it's beer, boobs, and asses, man. Because um, like when she <laughs> says to Kelsey, so it's ba-bam. She says to Kelsey Grammer, this one would be easy to change. We could change it to beer, boobs, and butts. And he goes, it's ba-bam. It's, it's beer, boobs, and asses, ma'am. That's what he says to her. Yeah. So this kind of little bit that I just did from the show is probably 
some of the listeners probably stopped listening right now because they said that's not one of your better bits that you've done, Ben, from the show. Um, and I'm and, still here because I think it's the best. And I'm just kind of pleading with you. If you stop listening just now, come back. Or not. So they basically have this kind of nerd and he does all these kind of science experiments played by um, the guy from, it's Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Uh, so he comes in and, he has, and he's wearing a shirt that says, I'm not Walter White. I just play him on TV. And everybody's like, oh, that rolls. <laughs> They're laughing at it. Um, so he does some chemistry experiments, and then he pretty much throws in the towel. He goes to Kelsey Grammer. He goes, um, okay, how much did we agree on for the job? Kelsey Grammer goes, like, $10,000. And he goes, okay, pay me. <laughs> uh, Kelsey Grammer pays him, and he goes, um, so what is it? And, well, and well, the guy, Brian Cranston, he goes, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, I don't know. And Kelsey goes, wait, you have to give me my money back. And he goes, no, no, no. We didn't sign a contract or nothing. This is mine. Yeah. What were um, you expecting? He stops at the door on the way out and turns around and wags his finger. And he goes, no, no, no. Uh, not in my house. And what's that from? So that's from a commercial with um, Dikembe Mutombo, I believe. And he goes, no, no, no. Not in my house. Um, and I'm kind and of Kelsey left Grammer wondering goes, it's what my house. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Now I get it. So I think it was just a setup for that joke for Kelsey Grammer to go. It's my house. Uh huh. Uh huh. So okay. <laughs> so kind of we have a couple of Hall of Fame bits that we've done, <laughs> kind of back to back here. Um, <laughs> so, bam. Bam. So uh, night turns to day. Mm-hmm. And. They, we start, we start anew at Sullivan, sort of in mm-hmm. the mid afternoon sort of time when people will come in and we see a couple hours of that and just people hanging out and everybody ordering Pepsi, but them saying, yeah. listen, something's up with a Pepsi. I'm sorry. And a lot of people are turning it down, but then, yes. Yeah. So a couple things happen. First of all, yeah. our bocce team comes back in. Mm hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, well, that's what I said. I, I know. Said, the fuck? Yeah, and then I said, same. So they, said, so they all sit down. Mm-hmm. Helen Hunt comes over and she goes, You guys again? Kelsey Grammer's going to be so pissed when he sees you here. <laughs> and they go, yeah. Listen, listen, lady, I, we don't even remember your name because we don't care enough. And, and she had a name, right? Yeah, Helen Hunt. The character, I mean. Yeah, Helen Hunt. Yes, yeah. And so they come in. Yes, the character's name was Helen Hunt. Yeah. yeah the actress playing her is Helena Hunt. Right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's just my speech impediment. Yeah. Got, so, got it, yeah. It's just my uh, speech impediment. Never mind. So... <laughs> They come in and they're, she's like, what are you doing here? You know, Kelsey's going to kick you out. And they go, listen, lady, just give us a break. We're yeah. having one last drink. Mm-hmm. We're going to order a pitcher of beer and everything. Right. And we're going to drink it because we are quitting bocce for good. We're right. done. Yep. And Helen's like, okay, that's yeah. probably for the kind best. Of, All right. Yeah. Kind of sad. 
it seems like, um, for them. But they looked so depressed at the beginning of the show, it's kind of hard to tell. And they ask um, her, do you have, like, a couch we can sleep on or something? All yeah. of our wives and husbands, like, sort of kicked us out. They're trying to give away their stereos to her, uh, <laughs> which is kind of sad. And, like, kind of their CDs and, like, basically all their possessions and everything. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's just, I don't think any of it brings me joy anymore. Is what um, and not like when, in a decluttering kind of way, like yeah. in, a, in a way that nothing will ever bring me joy. Yeah, that's what Lena Dunham is kind of going on and on and on about. And she's saying it in kind of interesting ways, but also pretty hollow. And then there's also like a freaking like Fleet Foxes song or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that she was playing on the stereo that she was trying to give away. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's her name? Brings them a pitcher of beer and they're kind of all drinking it. And then we cut back over to the bar, um, <laughs> by which I mean the camera pans over. Um, it doesn't cut. And <laughs> there's, there's people drinking, there's people drinking at the bar and there's this one guy, um, who doesn't turn down, you know, he goes, can I have a Pepsi? Um, and they go, no, you don't want the Pepsi yeah. right now. You and he don't want to touch it. It doesn't matter to me. I don't give a shit. Right? I just want a cola. Yeah. Um, could be RC for all I care. Right. Uh, and Helena, Helena Hunt tries to make kind of a joke to him about that where she goes, uh, did you know that RC stands for Ricola? And he goes, no, it doesn't. Yeah. He goes, it doesn't. (laughs) He says it stands for Royal Cola. Royal Cola Cola. Yeah, so they get into a kind of whole Rio Grande River kind of a discussion about that one. Yeah, and then she goes, so we've hey, the do football, you know if it's bocce or bocce ball? <laughs> the bocce, bocce ball thing. Um, now we get the Royal Cola Cola Rio Grande River conversation, and Will Smith is this guy. I don't know if I said that. And he takes one sip of the cola that she brings him, and he goes, oh, I know what your problem is. Uh, that's Coke. And the special effects they used here were so cool. To show the um, light bulb that went over Helena Hunt's head. Yeah. Yeah, which is basically they had a stagehand dressed in all black come in with a light bulb on a stick and hold it up over her head. And then just sort of switch it on. Yeah. Um, Which, not with a real switch. It wasn't electrified. It was, they turned it around. It was a candle. Painted like a candle on um, one side. <laughs> so anyway, I know that we had said it was really cool, but it actually kind of sucked. Um, we were trying to be nice. <laughs> we were trying to be really nice. Because some of the people who make the show listen to the podcast. And we want to write for the podcast, for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we don't write for the podcast. Yeah, if you couldn't tell. Um, and... Uh, Helen Hunt goes, uh, how do you know that? And Will Smith actually rips open his shirt and he has tattooed on his chest. It says seven time national Pepsi challenge champion. <laughs> yeah. And then it's got a big middle finger. He has a, he has one with the big middle finger and the middle finger that is tattooed onto his chest has little tattoos on it. Yeah. Of seven cans of Pepsi. That's right. Right. Um, and he goes, every time I win, I get another can of Pepsi tattooed on the middle finger that I have tattooed on my chest. And she goes, so the seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I get it taken off and redone every single time. 
the, I gotta say the, the skin, skin, the skin of the seven is so looks bad, really bad. And you can really, tell they really sort of really tried to maneuver it around so that they put it in different places so they're not like hurting the same skin a bunch looks of times. Worse. It looks worse. Yeah, it's really gnarled. It like it <laughs> actually. It looks like an really old. <laughs> if there was a tree in a show that could speak. It looks like the mouth of the tree that can talk. Yes, exactly. And it's, yeah, you couldn't even really tell that it was a seven. They, so they put a, a super over it that just had the number seven. A pop-up video. Yeah, like a pop-up video. Um, so the Bocce team comes over to um, him, to Will and they Smith. Go, you seem so cool, man. You seem yeah. so cool. And... Listen, anyway. our wives and husbands just left us, and we need to sleep on your couch. <laughs> so if you could just give us the keys to your place, we'll meet you back there. And he was like, wait a second. I don't know any of you people. Seems like yep. your lives are bad. What the fuck mm-hmm. is going on? And they're like, well, we're really bad at bocce. And then some of them mm-hmm. go, ball. And then he, he, they're like, well, we've never even made a point in a bocce game, and we're probably going to kill ourselves or do something bad. Something yeah, really, Adam, really bad. Adam Driver, he kind of stands up. I mean, they all were sort of standing, but he kind of stands up to his full height, and he's a tall guy, and, and he goes, I'm going to tie myself to the train tracks with this rope, and he pulls out a big old rope. And um, and he goes, and I'm going to strap a stick of dynamite to my chest in case the train running over me does not kill me. And that's clips we played from the show. In case you thought it was Ben doing an impression, it was not. I think that it was probably pretty obvious that that was a clip of Adam Driver. We just usually would say that it was. That's all. That's the only reason. Um, anyway, so the Will Smith, he goes. Yeah. You say your thing about oh, it. Oh, I was just going to say. We both he, watched it. Yeah, we both watched it. So we both know that Will Smith, um, he's like, that he goes, <laughs> Why, don't <you laughs> Why don't you say it? Well, he goes, he goes, um, he goes, I'm not a genius. I'm not a genie. And I'm not a genius. Yeah, I'm just a guy. Guy. Standing, standing in front, in of, front a of a bunchy team. team. About, about to teach, to them, teach them the perfect, the perfect shot. shot. So. And they're like, wait a fucking second. No, you're not. They're like, we've, re- we've read every book. We've watched every YouTube video. We mm-hmm. practice three hours a day. Yeah. We've gotten jobs that allow us that flexibility. And we're still the worst team in Chicago, hands down. Yeah. And Will Smith goes, well, you've never had a trainer like me yeah and he um did we say had we said that he was blue (laughs) anyway he was blue um and so he pretty much teaches them the perfect shot and we don't have to explain it right now because you guys all watch the show um suffice to say but i will say we learned it afterwards and it does work it does work it does work um, and so then we kind of like start to come to the end of the episode where it's like, it rolls around to like, you know, um, the bar, like the owner, Kelsey Grammer, he announces, he goes, it's five o'clock somewhere. And you know what that means? Uh, time for the big tonight's big bocce game. And the bocce team's all like, oh yeah, we forgot. We were going to kill ourselves, but we do actually have a game today. So yeah, let's head we, out there. We can do it tomorrow. 
So they head out to the bocce yard. They start playing the other team. Yeah. The other team's dressed all in black. Wearing, they're kind of, the other team is dressed in like tactical kind of like really high performance gear. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Like you can't really see a lot of their skin or know who they are. Like they're, you know, like the color black, right? They're, um, yeah, of, I think I know. I'm thinking I know what black is. They're wearing like Vant. Have you ever heard of Vanta black? Oh, like the blackest black? The blackest black. It lets no light. That's, That's right. like what they're pretty much wearing. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. It's, I, um. Intimidating. Yeah. And they win big time points. They do. Yeah. Um, One point, two points, They're point, very four. good. Like somebody's clearly taught them the perfect shot too. Yeah. And so I'm starting to get nervous. I'm like, these guys are not going to win. And then things are going to go even worse for them. They've already lost their spouses. Um. Like yeah, what? I mean, what the, else? The, what else can they lose? You know. And the bottom dropped out, so they pretty much come towards the last point of the game, and they're all like, kind of. It's funny in a lot of shows you set up the stakes to where like, you know, everything rides on one moment, or it all goes wrong for our protagonists, right? Yeah. Like, well, our protagonists like kind of seem like they don't really care. Um, no. Yeah. But they're losing really bad, and you know, Kelsey Grammer, he goes. Remember, I warned you, I'm not going to sponsor your team unless you can do better at bocce. And Josh Gad goes, that's the least of my worries. Right. He goes, I have to figure out how to get this. um, I have to figure out how to make sure that I can't take this dynamite off my chest. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, um, then Adina Menzel, she really is clutch. Um, she, she calls a timeout and she says like, you know, I could use a Pepsi and she looks straight at the camera Uh Um, and she goes to Helena Hunt and she says it again. I could use a Pepsi. And then Uh, she starts to wink and Helena Hunt goes, don't even wink about it. Yes. She goes, you know how I feel about this. And Adina Menzel goes, I don't even know your name. Yeah. And then she, she goes, goes, well, John fine. Travolta didn't know your name either. So that's a good callback, um, which is what she says to the, is what Helena Hunt says to the camera. She turns to the camera, she goes, callback. This week's callback moment. <laughs> and um, just then, there's kind of like the, there's this guy hauling a um, big kind of amount of beverage into the bar and he goes yeah a couple two liters he goes i gotta change the lines out so he changes the lines out yeah and helena hunt fills up adina menzel's um cup her frosty mug yes yeah it's an old wendy's frosty cup um she calls it her mug (laughs) and everybody's always like well that's not really what a mug looks like (laughs) she's like I don't care. It's my little frosty mug. <laughs> so anyway, she um she's about to go do her. She goes, all right, I guess I have to throw my bocce shot and then I can enjoy my shitty Pepsi that sucks. And um, for some reason, she takes a drink of it before taking the <laughs> shot. <laughs> do you remember? Why did she take a drink of it before taking the shot? 
Oh, um, because. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, because it got she goes, she goes, really oh, I remember. I'm thirsty. <laughs> and it's kind of dry outside. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I remember. I'm thirsty. <laughs> so she takes a drink. She goes, oh, I remember. I'm thirsty. And she goes, hang on. She holds up a finger to everyone, like, wait. And she takes a drink, and her eyes go big, like she's just, like, done Pupils co- dilated, like cocaine yeah. or something. Oh, that would be not. She goes, whoa, my gosh. That's the good stuff. Yeah, she's like, whoo, baby. She's like, I could, I'm going to live forever. And then she runs up onto the roof of Sullivan's and mm-hmm. jumps off of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Into the pool behind Sulligan. No water in the pool. <laughs> no. so, so she sort of bounces. Kind of bounces and breaks her bones. And at that point, um, <laughs> the... the <laughs> that point, Josh Gad and Adam Driver and Lena Dunham, they argue to the referee. <laughs> they say, she would have made the shot. She just had a drink of Pepsi. And the referee goes like, okay, fine. It doesn't make any difference to me. <laughs> the other team has 21 points. So, like, whatever. Yeah, and so have you can point. have the point. And then they look at the people that, like, dressed in the tactical gear, and you're like, they're like, do you agree to just, like, let they're them like, have a whatever. point? They're <laughs> like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? And so Adam Driver and Josh Gad and Lena Dunham start jumping up and down, and they're like, we won, we won, we won. <laughs> And uh, um, everybody tries to explain to them that they did not win. They scored one point, and the other team won by 21 to 1. So they won by 20. You know, Adam Driver, he goes, it's one small step for our team, one giant leap for Sullivan's. He leads the whole bar in like a hip-hip hooray. Hip-hip hooray. Kelsey Grammer comes out, and he's like, this rules i'm so happy and yeah. he kind of gives them all a really firm ham handshake ham <laughs> so he basically actually but what that is is he actually places a hand on their rump and kind of shakes it up and down um and he goes is this okay and they're like, you have, they're like yeah it's okay. oh yeah oh yeah it's okay yeah. <laughs> yeah and then the um obviously the looney teams looney teams theme <laughs> played and the episode was over. Yeah. Um, so I don't know whether this show will be coming back. Um, but I, I feel like it's a really exciting possibility in the Chicago verse. I agree. I love it. Yeah. Um, I was skeptical at first. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There are just so many moments of humanity throughout this. And it was mm-hmm. a little bit different pace. Yeah. And like way more realistic. Oh, then Chicago Heroes. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was definitely a lot of, um, it was a little bit like, oh, I kind of almost feel like I'm just like watching my life. If it were cooler in somebody else's. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, um, let us know what you thought of, uh, Silligan's, the first episode of Silligan's, um, Bocce Buh. And um, hit us up at Please Save Me Pod on Twitter uh, or at Please Save Me Podcast at gmail.com. 
Um, and we will be back uh, next week with whatever the network airs. Yeah, can't wait. Bye. Bye. Bye.